I'm Stephanie Poetry, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. <laughs> I can't say live. Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. Finally hanging out with Stephanie Poetry. I'm so excited to be sitting with you. I've been a fan of you for some time because you have some incredible songwriting. Like, I feel like you went to Nashville, got all of the best, like, songwriters, country writers, everything, and then brought them into your mix of things. Is that, I feel like that was the case. My dad is from Texas. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that came out. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. That means a lot. But yeah, I literally, I found that my favorite um, songwriters that I work with are from Nashville. So shout out to y'all. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So what, what was that like learning experience for you? Like kind of learning how to write the way that you do? Because you, with your music, what I love is that you take us into this story. Like we start to become part of the story, not just the listener. Um, and that's pretty cool that you do that. So how did you learn to do that? Girl, I have no idea. I think it's like, for me, I have a lot of favorite artists and a lot of them do that. Like just somebody that everybody knows, like Taylor Swift. Like, I think she also uses her music videos for that. And so I love when I write a song, I also imagine the music videos. And so I'm like, oh my God, if we say this here, the scene in the video could be like this. Yeah. And so maybe that helps. But other than that, I think, um, I don't know. I get lucky. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's just so much going on in your mind when you're in the writing process. Like, I don't know how you cope. In the writing process. <laughs> Even right now, I'm like, oh. So today you performed again uh, here at Head in the Clouds. Head in the Clouds was your first ever festival, if I remember. Yeah. Um, so, you know, coming back a second time, like, how different is that? How different is that experience? And how do you feel now, like, being able to perform on main stage? Yeah, so basically the first time I performed was just one song, which was just I Love You 3000, and that was like kind of before I signed, so it was like a little glimpse, like, oh my god, Lucy, um, and it was like super random, but it was very kind of them to just even have me, and now I get to perform on the Double Happiness stage, and that's like really cool, because now I finally get to bring not only that song that I sang the first time, but also a bunch of other songs that um, are fun, and I did a cover. I really like doing covers that everybody knows and can sing along to. So this year I did Fireflies, and last year I did Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Nice. So I like them covers. I mean, you're a veteran here now. Am I? I don't feel like it. <laughs> I'm just here walking around like, oh my god, where's the food? What's the new food here? Yeah, I'm ready to eat. L literally. Seriously. Literally, love. So most recently you released an EP, five tracks, incredible tracks. You open it with an incredible track with Jake. Um, I love that collaboration. Like, what was that collaboration like? And like, what did you kind of learn from that experience with Jake? So basically, what was cool about Jake was when the song came to him, uh, he, he like sent back his version a day after and I was like, I respect this man. And um, I really liked it immediately. So I was like, it's meant to be to have it with him. And I think my favorite thing was finding out that this man is six foot seven. Um, and I found out when we were shooting the music video and they were like, Stephanie, you need to step on boxes because if not, you are the same height as his chest. So I was like, eh, okay. Um, but he was great. And also, I think I definitely learned a lot about um, the ability to like add onto production to work with others. Because I think sometimes you make a song and it's like, oh, it's a duet. And then they come on and then that's it. But what's great about him is he came on and he added production to it. And I feel like, I was very open-minded with it. I know how some people can be a little bit not as open-minded. They're like, oh, you go on. I don't want you to mess up, to mess with the production too much. Yeah. But he does such a great job that I was like, look at you, talented man. Uh, can you hear my voice is a little... 
You're so excited. Oh, weird. Yeah, I, I got off stage. Dude, I had so many voice cracks on stage, and I just laugh it off. But you, you, you go to bed thinking about it. Yeah, I'm sure. But that's part of, like, the live show. Like, that. that's what we love, that it's like you never know what can happen. Exactly. You got to accept it. How do you control your voice during the recording process of your music? Uh, especially like with these five tracks, it's you give us so many different um, vocal tones and vocal melodies at the same time. So being able to learn how to how to execute it, but at the same time like have that control, what was that like for you? Wow, what's a question? I feel like that's like stuff you ask to a pro. Are you saying I'm Am I asking the wrong person? I don't know. Um, Did I get the wrong artist here? Let's, let's ask who's performing right now. Yeah. Um, I think, here's the thing. I get in my head a lot about what I want to sound like. So I have my favorite engineer and also vocal producer with me. His name is Tristan. And he like makes sure that I don't overthink it. Because I will say, when you hear the demos of the stuff I make, it's like a little too much. Like you sound a little too sad here. You sound a little too, you know, like desperate. So let's like tone it down. Like you know how like in some songs you want to sound desperate. Like, I love you. Why don't you love me back? You know, and I kind of sound a little bit too like maybe like Broadway. You're like, oh. and so. I have him to help me tone it back, um, so that's why we love him, you know, because without him, it would not sound that good. A disaster? It would be a disaster. <laughs> on this EP, you also brought in M Phases. Uh, I did oh. think he did uh, two or three tracks he on this EP. Three. I love oh. him so much. He's so talented, it freaks me out. <laughs> and he's like too nice, you know what I mean? Like he is the sweetest man ever, and he's that good, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, I don't believe he's real. You're trying to find something wrong with him. Exactly, there's nothing wrong with him. He was great. He's always great. If you ever want to work with him, phases you should. <laughs> Me like promoting him as if like he has to pick and choose who he works with because <laughs> he gets so many requests. Yeah. So I was very lucky that I got him. Um, but yeah, he was so sweet. And actually, with picture myself. So that was a demo that he did. And he sent to me. I had to record it in Indonesia because it was I couldn't leave. I didn't. Have so what happened was. Um, he stayed up until like 3 a.m. while I was in the recording session in Indo because that's like the time difference is crazy. But yeah, he was so chill about it and we ended up doing basically like a Zoom recording session. So like all kind of worked out. Yeah. How did he allow you to step out of your comfort zone? Or better yet, how did he push you to step out of your comfort zone? I don't know. I think a lot of it was like we did multiple takes where... It wasn't that one sounded bad, but it was like, let's try different vibes. And he is also really good at directing. Like he vocal directs all of his stuff. And so he like has a lot of experience with what to say. Cause you know, obviously if you work with like, like, you know, somebody who's been in the industry for many years, they know what's up. I don't know what's up. So he, he showed me how to do all the things. And that was really helpful. Out of these five tracks, like which one would you say like challenged you the most, whether it was in the writing process or in the production process? I think, well, Bad Haircut, I wrote myself at home with like a guitar loop that my friend sent me. And then I sent it to M-Phases to uh, produce out. And I think what was hard about that one was because um, I've never sent the track to a producer ever. Like usually we were in the studio making it, but that was because I was in, you know, in Indo and during I like wrote in my room and I recorded it on my laptop and I sent it to him. And I think because you're not in the same room at the same time, you're always like scared that it doesn't translate well. So like he was so great about it, about it, but we definitely did like 
a lot of back and forth like oh maybe add this maybe instead of this do this and I feel like that was one thing that I had to go out of my comfort zone because the last thing you want to do is to be like bossy or like tell somebody like that's not good enough but I think he was so reciprocative that I was like you know it was so easy for for me to tell him all the things but yeah it took it took me a while to be like okay how do I say this uh I don't uh, like you no oh my gosh <laughs> I could never <laughs> Well, this, I mean, this EP is like seriously a masterpiece and it's like, I'm a little bummed that it's just, I don't want to say it's just an EP because it's still a body of work, but like, we need more music from you. We need like a full body of work. What is happening? We're having music soon, but also the thing was, um, basically after Ode to Be In Love, I really wanted to put more songs out in that same realm, but I was having a hard time. Everything just sounded like a reject to it. And I think I was like way too in my head about it. So actually what I've been doing, which was something I've always wanted to do was to write songs for other people so I started writing pitch songs and you know some songs for k-pop that was really fun and because of that break I took I have like a fresh mind and then literally immediately the first two weeks I went back to writing for myself we made like a bunch of really good songs so we have stuff coming out just because of the timing of everything I think I'll have one this year and then like way more in the next year yeah. Um, but yeah I don't know it was definitely like something necessary and I feel like I feel like people are also, people who support me are very chill. Like, you know, everybody's so casual and everybody's just like happy. Yeah. That's what I like. So nobody's like, nobody's like, we're in a drought. You know, everybody's just like, hey, where's the next song? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, okay, cool. All right, you take know. your time, boo. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, I think we're all just trying to do our best at yeah. this time. And honestly, that's all you need. I agree. I agree. Um, with those songs that you wrote for other artists, have any of them come out yet? Or is this something that you're still kind of like trying to dabble into? Yeah, so I just started. So they're kind of right now like in the ether being like given around to people. Yeah. Um, so not yet, but there were some songs that I wrote that was supposed to be for other people, but then I was like, I kind of like it. So we kind of like saved it for maybe a future project. Yeah, nice. um, but yeah, honestly, it's like, apparently, here's what I found out. It takes like a year for, if you're like a new songwriter and you come in, it takes like a year for everything to start rolling, which is, how do you have the patience, you know? How do you get a paycheck? I know, that's the thing. I'm like, girl, what? So I just have to be patient, I guess, and um, hope for the best. <laughs> time will come, the time will come. Um, now, I love that you, uh, you did like a remake of I Love You 3002 with uh, Jackson Wang, who's also performing here tonight. Um, like what drew your attention to having or creating that with Jackson and what was that vibe like? Did you find yourself going into the studio to re-record vocals with him on this one or was it still your same vocals from the original version? So um, basically, huge fan of Jackson, always was. Literally in high school I had his album, like his group's album and all that. So that was a very weird moment for me because it was like, it's so weird when, you, when I watch them on my computer and then I'm like yeah. seeing them in person, I'm like, oh, hello? Um, but what happened was uh, he sent me a rough recording, like a demo, and I loved it immediately. And then he went to the studio to record it, and I think I came in a little bit. But I don't know, he did so great that I didn't even need to do anything. Um, and we also changed some lyrics around, uh, just cause. And then, yeah, that was it. I feel like it was so easy, and it just kind of all worked out in the end, you know what I mean? So I didn't have to do much. But also, you don't want to do much. It's Jackson Wang, man. Just let him do his thing, and just it's let, good just let him open his mouth and like sing, and yeah. everything is perfect. 
Exactly. I get that. Well, congratulations with the EP that's out right now. Congratulations with coming back here to Head in the Clouds. And you and I need to catch up again soon when another single drops, when an album drops. We should, and we will have more to talk about, and my voice won't be as out. What's the right word for it? I don't know. What, what, are you, what is your voice going through right now? Is it pitchy? I don't know. Like that like weird yodeling thing from like singing too much. And that's a new era of music. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. <laughs> that's a wrap. She said it. Thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Bye. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.